I can still be creating if I'm not touching every single frame of this video myself. Like, that doesn't matter. It's still my video, it's still my voice, it's still my content. I've just had help in editing it. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And my name is Femke. And in this episode today, we're going to talk a little bit about sort of hiring help or like outsourcing certain tasks as a creator. I think you know by now as a listener of this show that Charlie and I both have side projects that we sort of do on the side of our full-time jobs. And, you know, I think recently both of us have gotten to a point where we've needed a bit of help or we've wanted someone to come and sort of step in and help us out part-time. So we're going to talk about that, which I think will be super interesting because it's not really a topic that we've gone deep into before. Uh, So I'm excited to ask you, Charlie, a lot of questions because I know that you've actually like hired quote unquote multiple people to sort of help you out with some things yeah but before we get into it maybe a quick catch up uh how are you going how's things holiday season's coming up soon how are you feeling about sort of wrapping up the rest of your year well we bought a christmas tree the other day so that was exciting very festive haven't put it up yet but need to do that um how am i feeling about it all i can't believe that 2020 is nearly over honestly i'm like where'd this year go what do i have for show for it I guess I'm still healthy and that's what I have to show for it. (laughs) You survived. (laughs) Yeah, we survived 2020. That's really all the best we can expect at this point. Feeling like, well, I didn't spend last Christmas with my family. We went after anyway. And so, you know, I've kind of used to doing that, but I'm really missing them and just wanting to get back to New Zealand at some point to, to see them sometime soon. But then at the same time, it's like a vaccine seems really close. So it's like, do we just wait it out and see what changes then I don't know yeah so that's how I'm doing just like trucking along taking things one day at a time having a lot of fun with my twitch channel I can't remember if I talked about that in the last yeah I think you mentioned it last time you started doing it yeah I've been doing like just today I did a design stream like just I don't know streaming as I designed some stuff for my channel actually and it's just really fun like love the community over there so yeah that's been that's been fun to have something new to do for sure (laughs) Cool. How about you? Of course. I feel like you always have new things. It's always very exciting. Um, Me, let me think. I'm doing good, I guess. I'm very much looking forward to the holiday season. I think I'm going to take like two weeks off. Nice. Which I'm very much looking forward to. Feels very much needed. I barely took any leave this year, I think, because, yeah, world reasons. (laughs) I was like, I don't know, in my mind, it's always been like, leave is like holiday. Like, where am Mm -hmm. I going to go on holiday? So I just didn't take very much, which maybe wasn't the smartest thing, but uh, really looking forward to the break. Uh, I have some sort of like, just things that I want to get done that have been on my list for a long time uh, that I'm going to work on during that time. Like, I really want to completely redesign and redo my website. Like, as you know, I'm sure Charlie, that's like a really big project that like, I've tried to do like on the side in small batches, but I think I just need to sit down and like, you know, for three days, just do it. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, What else? I guess Kaya's growing up very, very quickly, a little puppy. I I don't know if I mentioned last episode, she graduated from puppy class. Oh, so that's a thing. Uh, I think I'm going to enroll her in like the next sort of like obedience foundations training, which will be really fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to, yeah, like spending more time with her and, and her training is really, really fun. So I think that's pretty much my life at the moment. Puppy and wanting to sort of work on some side projects over the holidays. 
question for you. Are you going to redesign your site sort of in the same branding as your Instagram and your YouTube channel? Yes. Or yes. will it be... Si- okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think it's it's ready. Like it's time. Uh, so it will be a little bit more of a like cohesive personal brand, I guess, like over yeah. all the platforms, which I'm looking forward to. Love it. Awesome. Yes. Well, okay. Speaking of that, speaking of your Instagram... This is something that I know you've hired help for, right? Do you want to tell yes. us a little bit more about that? Yes. So when I started preparing to launch the Instagram account, I just knew that it was something that I didn't want to do on my own. Just the thought and like the work required into like creating all the posts and things like that. I already felt like I had a lot on my plate and I, you know, I, I love like, the engagement on Instagram. I love going on there and like creating stories and the more ephemeral content and like communicating and, and whatever with my audience. Um, but the actual like creating the posts and stuff is like just not something I'm as excited about. So I knew that like if I wanted it to be successful and wanted to have like consistent content that probably the best thing for me to do was to get someone to help me out. Uh, so I think I actually like asked online if anyone had like freelancers that they would suggest to help me in this area Uh, and I found Flo who is in Vancouver uh, and she helped me like completely prepare for the launch of the Instagram account and since then she's actually like continuing to help me by like creating some posts sometimes she actually uploads on behalf for me which is really great so yeah it's just nice to be able to like all I have to do is like say like, you know, I want to post about this and like, this is the, the due date or whatever. And she just does it. So that's really, really helpful. And does she like mock up the images and stuff? Is that what you mean by the help that you have with it, with her? Yeah. So she like created a whole like Figma, basically like templates and, and whatever, a little sort of like mini Instagram design system, I guess. Cool. It was great because she like initially the project was for her to kind of help me figure out like, how do I apply my brand to like Instagram? So like she helped create some templates for like the carousels and things like that, or like the stories. Uh, And then it's just been like more of a continuing relationship. So now she will create the visuals for all of those posts using like the template that she designed. Love that. And is she like a design freelancer, a social media freelancer? Yeah, she works full time as a designer. And so she does this on the side to help me out as a like part time freelancer, I guess. Nice. I love that. I too have had someone helping with my Instagram recently. Yeah, I've noticed that the, uh, the <laughs> that there's actually been content on it. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've <laughs> definitely noticed. <laughs> Good. Okay, I love that. Quick rundown first, I guess, of the people who I have who I'm outsourcing help to. One is sort of shared between both of us, and our longest running contractor is Anya, who edits this show. Hi, Anya, who is Hi, editing Anya. right now. Anya's been editing our show, I think, since like 2018. So that's been great. Editing this podcast used to be something Femme did and I used to write the show notes for it and like, yeah, the timestamps and things like that. That was how you split the duties. But then Anya came along and could do both of those things. And so now we hire her to do that instead, which has definitely freed up our time, which I love. I also have two video editors that I work with. One, Nancy, I've been working with for over a year now. I think she started maybe a year and a half ago editing my videos. She started out editing just some of them, but now she edits the majority of them. Um, 
And I just brought on a second editor because I realized that whenever Nancy needs a break or like can't edit for some reason, I dread having to open Premiere up myself to edit a video. <laughs> and so I was like, let's split up the like open up more capacity here. Um, so I just hired a new editor. She's only done like two vlogs so far, but she's done a great job. And she's based in Spain here in Valencia, actually. Cool. She's the sister of a friend of mine. So that's how I found her, I suppose. So that's been great. Now I never really have to edit videos anymore. Both of them are way more talented than me at editing and they've done really well to pick up on my style and the way I like things right. to be edited as well, yeah. but also gone beyond that and added their own things and like special touches, which is super great. And we can talk more later about the why perhaps of yeah, outsourcing. Yeah. And then the more recent thing, getting back to Instagram, I recently hired, and this is going to sound so freaking extra to say, <laughs> I hired two assistants. Amazing. <laughs> two virtual assistants. Yeah. So I sat down and took a look at like all of the tasks that I didn't enjoy doing and I felt like was adding to overwhelm and adding to mental like capacity, uh, you know, with my side hustles. And the catalyst for this was my new job as creative director at right. ConvertKit. This is taking up a lot more mental space, this new challenge, you know, this thinking about leading a team and, you know, building the brand and everything that comes along with it. So I knew I needed help. And in writing down the list of everything that I wanted to outsource, I just realized that it, there's maybe like it was two separate skill groups that these things fell into. Mm. So who I have working with me now in this capacity is Katie in Australia is a friend of both of ours actually yep. from who we knew from Wellington um, when we lived in New Zealand. She has an accounting background. So she's taken over all of my bookkeeping and she's also super organized. So she's doing my email management and like any sort of one-off miscellaneous like research tasks or things that I need. Katie is my assistant for that. And then I also have Chloe, who I found just like she cold emailed me after I tweeted saying that I was looking for an assistant to help with more creative stuff. And her cold email was fantastic. I'm actually writing a blog post where I'm going to include it. So, um, yeah, coming soon to charliemarie.com, you'll be able to see that. But she has like a great sense of design like a great eye for it and like she's really creative and she brings up her own ideas too so she's been helping with my content publishing and promotion so she uploads my youtube video oh, nice. does the description the settings and the end card and the you know all that thing hits publish at the time that i was like yeah let's upload this midday thursday and she remembers to do it whereas i would be like oh shoot it's the end of the day and i didn't publish that video <laughs> oh my that gosh that's me all the time <laughs> yep so Chloe does that and she also then like cross promotes my content on Instagram as well. So she'll be like, hey, should we post the story about this? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Make a thing for me, Chloe, go ahead. And she sort of uses my my brand and colors and everything and, and comes up with something, which has been really cool. Um, and she also has been laying out and sending my newsletter, which I write, like I'm still the one doing the writing and like doing the creating of all my content. But I just have help now in, in getting it out there, if that makes sense. So she'll take the newsletter I've written, put it into ConvertKit, set up who we're sending it to and, you know, add the images and stuff like that to, to get it ready to send. And it's been like amazing having this help. I just blab it on a lot, but that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> no, I think it was really like helpful context because I, I would love to know like two things, I guess. First of all is like, why like you kind of mentioned a bit that you know your recent change to creative director kind of sparked some of this but yeah I would love to hear a little bit more like why and like how did you realize you're at the point where you were ready to sort of get help and then I guess my second question is like 
what has this enabled you to do I suppose like what's the benefit of this been for you yeah so the why for me is mostly been I think it sort of happened in two phases there was my hiring on video editing help was my first like hurdle I needed to get over of realizing that I can still be creating if I'm not touching every single frame of this video myself. Like, yeah. that doesn't matter. It's still my video. It's still my voice. It's still my content. I've just had help in editing it. But it took a while for me to come around to feeling that way and not feeling, like, guilty about it in a way because I have the capability and the skills to edit to a video. It. Right. Like, this should be something I can do myself. All of the stuff I'm outsourcing is stuff I should be able to do myself because I have done it myself in the past, right? Right. I don't know if you felt a little bit like that too as a designer outsourcing some design stuff feeling like oh I should be doing this myself because yeah, I can a little bit yeah I could do it myself if I wanted to yeah, yeah. but that was the thing it's the if I wanted to right um, I found that you know back in 2019 the editing side of making videos I was just not enjoying I would like film something and then it would sit on my hard drive for ages and I wouldn't get around to it because mm-hmm. I was like oh just or I would do it and I'd just like do it as fast as possible and so perhaps the quality was suffering a little bit I don't know but Nancy reached out and offered help because this was something that I she was one of my patrons um and on a patreon call we'd done I'd talked about this about how I hated video editing she was like if you want to outsource like you know let me know I could help nice. you out there um and so I tried it out and just loved it and so we continued from there and I think that that's my why really for all of the outsourcing I've done has been outsource the things that I don't enjoy so that whenever I'm spending the precious little time I can on my side projects I'm spending it on stuff that I like doing and that I'm passionate about and also that sort of moves my projects forward so like is it better for me to spend an hour going through my accounts and reconciling things and responding to sponsorships that I don't really want to go with to like say thank you but no thank you sort of thing or is it better for me to spend an hour making something new or writing or planning for the future you know so true yeah and it just sort of came down to that and I'm lucky that my side hustles make me money and so I'm sort of investing back into them, I guess, in, in hiring this help because it's not cheap. And so that was sort of like hard to stomach at first as well, where it's like, oh, but I could do this myself and not pay this money. But the help, like, I don't know, the re- reduction in mental overwhelm mm-hmm. has been well worth it for me. Yeah, because it sounds like you kind of have to get to a point where like, because like you said, this is not cheap. Like you're obviously paying for this and I guess... For me, like, I don't feel like I'm at that, like, critical mass point yet where, like, it would be worth investing, you know, in someone editing my videos. Uh, But I can totally see how at your, like, capacity and where you are and all the things you're doing, both, like, at work and outside of work, then, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know how you do it, but clearly like you have this help, which, which is awesome. Um, and so I think it's really great that you've been like reinvesting basically the, the, the side income money that you're making, putting it back into the business and focusing only on like things you enjoy doing, creating more value, creating the content you love. Yeah. I hope that I can be at a, at a point like that one day. I also think that because the second part of your question was like, what have you been doing instead? And as I think about the past few weeks, what I've been doing instead is streaming on Twitch. So I've been playing a lot more games and like... Yeah, see, it opens you up for like other opportunities and things. Yep, it does. It opens me up to like have more fun with stuff, I think. Just knowing that the rest of that is, is taken care of. I can't stress enough how much the 
the overwhelm of knowing things that need to be dealt with, even if they're small things, brings for me. Like, it's just like, I don't know if it's my personality type or whatever, it's a problem that I have. And so knowing that I have people I can count on to take care of those things has, yeah, has Mm -hmm. meant a, a lot less stress, for sure. Yeah. How do you, like, I guess, brief them on what, to do like for me like something I've it's been a bit of trial and error with flow where like you know at first I was like sending her an email like hey can you create a thing for this and like wasn't really super efficient we tried to do like oh let's sit down at the start of the month and plan out the month's content like that wasn't really working out either now we're using like a kind of to-do app sort of thing where I'm like putting tasks in there and then like she gets notified um yeah, how is that working for you? Like, how does that process work? Is it different for each of the people you work with? Do you have like one centralized place that they're all there and, and you can sort of assign tasks to them? What does that sort of management part of it look like? Ooh, I love this question. Okay, so for my assistants, we have a Slack group. Okay. So I set up a, like a, a Charlie Marie Slack channel and so far it's just them in it, <laughs> but that's where we communicate. So I can ping them, they can ping me when they've got like stuff ready for me or whatever. And that's worked out really well for nice. me. I've been really glad that both of them were open to using Slack in that way. And that was advice I had in hiring an assistant was check how they, like what's in their process to communicate. Because if that's not going to fit with what you need and if they can't adapt to that, it's probably going to add more work. Mm, you right. Know? So Chloe is a full-time virtual assistant. She has like a bunch of clients that she works with and I'm one of them, you know. And so she does things differently depending on the clients, but she was most she was happy to like jump into Slack and use that. So that's been great to to have that happen. So really I just sort of ping them when there's something that comes up. Chloe and I have also been using Notion for content stuff as our main like yeah, repository of like okay, there's this video coming, this is the to-do list for it. Or this is my next week's newsletter. She knows where to grab it. I don't have to like send it to her each time or right. whatever. I can just go in Slack and be like, okay, the newsletter's ready. And she can go from there. Yeah. Um, with the video editors, it's been a bit different. With Nancy, it's worked out really well. I just share the Dropbox folder with her right. with my footage in it and leave any notes that I might have about anything particular I want in this edit. But by now, I just like, you know, she knows what I like and don't and I can just trust her to do it. And then she delivers the files back to me in that same Dropbox folder, which has worked out really well um, because that's like the file system I use. And so it ends up back in there, which is awesome. There was a lot of trial and error at the start when it comes to, I think, the more creative stuff. So perhaps this is what you've been experiencing too with with Flow. Um, I don't know if that was an issue, like getting the designs to look how you want or the content to be exactly what you wanted. But yeah, that was more like... Like there was more rounds of feedback at the start than there are now, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think like for Flo and I, like we have a Figma file that we both have access to and she'll kind of go in, create the graphics and then she'll like leave a Figma comment. Like it's ready, like you can review it. And I go in and review it. And like sometimes I might change one or two things, like maybe the text or like, I don't know, change the color of something, um, which I must sound like a horrible client, like just going in and changing <laughs> changing what she's created uh, slightly. But we have like, you know, back and forth comments and conversations about it. And like similar to you, I feel like it's been two months, I think. And, and now I think we're in like a bit of a rhythm and routine where like I kind of totally trust her to create something and upload it uh, and don't feel like I need to go in and like review it as much as I did before. Yeah, and I think that's a, an important sort of 
stage to get past when you bring on help as an independent creator like yeah letting go a little bit <laughs> no letting go but also like that knowledge transfer process mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's different both of us have in the past hired help like um you know help with our branding or yep. motion graphics or whatever and in that case it's more like hiring a freelancer they do their job and supply it back to you right but in this case it's like I need you to do a thing in the same way that I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit harder, right? It is. It's a lot harder. And there is that knowledge transfer process. So I can see a lot of people starting this, like testing out outsourcing and then feeling like, oh, well, it didn't really work because I just had to like then go and make a change myself anyway. And so maybe I shouldn't bother trying with this. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. if you give it time and if you make the effort to describe what you would like done differently to the person that you've hired to help, then you can get to a place where things are easier and where things do flow smoothly and they really can save you time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it takes takes a bit of time to get to that point. I'm curious about, I, I think it was Katie that helps you with your emails. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit more about that? I'm really curious, like, does she have, I guess she has access to your email account. Does she like reply on behalf of you or like, like, does she say, I'm Katie, like Charlie's VA, or does she like pretend that she's you? Does she have to like <laughs> check emails with you? Uh, what, what's that kind of process like? Yeah, good question. So for one of her first tasks was getting my email account set up as a Google mail because it wasn't previously. So oh, that was right. good. I had like, I was like, oh, I can't. That's something I've wanted to do for ages, but couldn't be bothered. I was like, it's fine. Just being able to access <laughs> it in IMAP or whatever. So yeah, that was good. So she set that up and yeah, she can log in to my Google account. Mm-hmm. She's done a good job sorting things into folders, you know, in, in the way that she feels makes sense because I'm terribly disorganized with email and I just find it really overwhelming. So yeah. I was like, I want it to be when I check my inbox, it's only the things that I need to look at are in there. Um, so it's either like new emails or stuff that Katie's seen and thought, OK, I think Charlie needs to reply to this or make a decision on right. know, what she wants to do about this. So we have a sort of system where... Sometimes, well, I'm sure you experience this too. I get a lot of requests from companies for sponsorship. Yep. And if I open that email and read it, and if I don't reply myself, like asking for more information or whatever, then Katie knows if she sees an opened sponsorship request to reply with our like saved reply that basically says, thanks for reaching out, but I'm not interested in this opportunity. And that is signed by me. Got it. And that's sort of like our system for like, okay, anything that I've opened, not starred or responded to, I don't want to do. So Katie can respond and decline it and remove that. She also res will respond as herself to invoice payments. So she handles paying everyone else, including herself. But I obviously have to like approve her invoice first before she pays it to herself. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So she handles all that and makes sure everyone gets paid. And she'll respond to them as Katie, you know, right, Charlie's... Right assistant or whatever when um she lets them know that the invoice is being paid got it so that's been mostly what it's like so far not a whole lot of writing or responding just the organization part and making sure i don't miss things too <laughs> and when there is a opportunity that you are interested in let's say speaking at a conference you know some sort of sponsorship on your channel or whatever who takes that like correspondence on do you do you do all of that or does she help you with that as well so far, I've been, but I could see that becoming something that I get her help on in future. Um, but it hasn't been necessary right now, you know. So um, I think when I do the second season of my Inside Marketing Design podcast, yeah, that she'll really come in handy there when it comes to organization and like sending out the questions in advance and that sort of thing. I think it'd be really helpful to, to have her involved in the logistics of that. 
Awesome. Man, like reflecting on like the fact that we started this podcast five years ago about like our baby side projects. And now here you are on this episode talking about like four virtual assistants that you work with, I think is like truly awesome and amazing. (laughs) Just two, just two. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's been super interesting to hear this um, and hear where you are at with this. And like, I don't know, do you you imagine this growing further, like hiring more people? Like what, what do you think this, has this sparked anything for you, I guess, in terms of like, your growth and your side projects and where you want to go? I think right now I have everything covered that I don't want to be doing, if that makes sense. So I'm happy with that and I couldn't imagine hiring any more people right now. It does make me feel like, okay, well, i got to keep making money with this stuff now because now I'm paying people for it and so I've got to make sure it's actually making me money and not just costing me money, you know. So maybe it spurred me on in that way. I actually have a question for you, Fem, in... How you found, like, how you decided that Flo was the right person to work with. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure a lot of people out there are interested in hiring help, but don't know how to find someone or how to trust someone, really. Like, how do you know that you've got the right person for this? (sighs) Yeah, I had a lot of people reaching out to me that were interested in helping me with my Instagram. I mean, anyone that sort of just says, like, hi, I want to help or, like, hi, I'm a graphic designer, like... I don't continue that conversation. Um, so Flo reached out to me on Twitter. I think most of this was on Twitter um, now that I'm remembering. And she just had a really nicely well-crafted DM to me about it. And she like perfectly linked to her website and said very briefly her experience and why she was interested and how she thought she could help me out. And I think she also linked me to some like examples of like Instagram accounts that she'd done in the past so like actual examples of like what she would be doing for me so that was really really helpful as well to see like that she had done this before like her style and and how she'd worked with brands um, with their Instagram account so that was definitely very compelling for me Uh, and lastly like this is a little like I mean hard for other people to apply but the fact that she was in Canada uh, also got her some bonus points because I really wanted to if I could like maybe support is not the right word, but like hire someone locally and kind of give back to, you know, this economy and things like that. So I was really interested in having someone Canadian to kind of help like boost their experience and profile as well. Yeah, I like that. I feel like that's similar to my thought process in hiring Chloe because she's the one um, of everyone that I'm working with who I don't have like, she wasn't in my network beforehand. Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she had a really well-crafted email. Like I said before, it was a great like cold email she sent out after my tweet. And I went to her website and could see that, oh no, she specializes in being an assistant full-time. So like mm-hmm. that was important to me because I, I wanted someone who I didn't really need to tell them what to do. They, they knew how best to help me. Yeah, they knew the game. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that also she specialized in helping creatives with their businesses and she had some good testimonials and things on there and so that's what made me feel like oh this could be a good um a good fit um we had a call as well I don't know if you did with Flo before deciding to work together yes we had a call yeah we did that got on a call asked her some questions and um yeah I just got the sense from her that she'd be really professional and good to work with and my like 
that gut feeling was validated when on day one or two, I can't remember of us working together, she was like, oh my gosh, I saw on your Instagram, you're wearing a t-shirt of Real Friends, which is this band. She was like, you have great taste in music. Like, I love them too. And then, so of course we connected over that and realized oh, we were nice. both at the same music festival in London several times. <laughs> of course, um, of course. Like, without knowing each other. Yeah. And for me as well, the time zone was important to it. Well, right. country more than time zone because you said country. But I wanted her to be, uh, yeah, closer to my time zone. Yeah. Because um, with Katie, we do have less of an overlap, obviously. But right. she's in Australia. I say obvious. It's not obvious to anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> it's obvious to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's really handy, having having Chloe in, in London. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I... It's, it can be really hard, right? Like to choose someone because you're putting a lot of trust in there. I mean, I like to hire from within my network as much as possible. And like in the future, if I say wanted help with video editing, probably the first thing I would do is come to you and ask like for Nancy's details, to be honest, because yeah. like yeah. I trust you, like she's been doing great work for you. And if you only have good things to say about her, I'm like, cool, like let, 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 let's get her to help me out as well. I can see how that's difficult for someone who maybe is trying to like start breaking into this or, or whatever or like cold outreaching it's a lot more challenging so I think we've done a lot of podcast episodes on like networking and building your network and I think this is like a testimonial as to why that's important yeah exactly your network comes in handy for more than just like your next job or whatever it's also the help that you next need yep so it's worth yeah for sure continuing to build it for me the trust thing as well with getting Katie to be the one paying invoices and being in my accounting software and in my emails, like I wanted someone I could trust. Yeah. And so I was really excited to hear that she wanted to sort of take it on as a side project to her day job, which is what it sounds like Flo was doing. Um, because I didn't feel like, I don't know, I just trust her. And so I didn't have to worry about that as I would with a, a stranger. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Especially when it comes to finances, it's a little bit more sensitive. Yeah, exactly. I have a question for you before we end. Okay, okay. How do you see your quote-unquote team growing in the future? Because, like I said, I feel like I'm at a stage where I've got my bases pretty covered right now of the help that I need, at the moment at least. What could you see being the next thing you outsource or the next few things? Well, there's a few things that I would like, but thinking realistically, maybe the first one is actually getting flow to help me with publishing my videos. So like you currently have help with, mm -hmm. um, like I still make the thumbnails myself, you know, maybe the Instagram like is, can be an extension onto the YouTube, like also create the thumbnail, upload the video, that kind of stuff. Probably most likely would be the next thing. Video editing, I mean, would be amazing, but I probably don't see myself needing that anytime soon. Um, the other one that's kind of appealing to me is actually helping me manage my sponsorships. There's a lot of back and forth with the the brands that I work with and like making sure I'm setting the right expectations and the, the timelines and reviewing the content and things like that um, is a lot of work. And sometimes I have like three of those on the go and it can be a bit difficult to keep up with. So that could also be an area that I think I could use some help with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'll be excited to hear... Just like you said, on this podcast, we've documented the last five or so years right. of, of our side hustles. <laughs> Crazy. So maybe we'll be looking back on this episode in you know, a few more years' time and being like, oh, remember when you said maybe you were going to hire that help soon? <laughs> and then maybe you'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Cool. Well, where can people go to find more episodes of the show, fam? 
you can go to designlife.fm and see the past five years of episodes. Uh, You can also find us in your favorite podcasting app and on Spotify as well, which we like to call out because apparently a lot of you like to listen to podcasts on Spotify. So we are there as well. Nice. Yeah, personally, I don't do that because Neither. I don't like them then appearing in my playlist and things like that. I don't know. Not a fan, but that's great. If people want to do that, that's awesome. We appreciate you. <laughs> you should also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash design life. If you support us over there, not only are you helping us to pay the editing costs right. for this podcast, like we talked about. Or Anya. <laughs> you will also get to join our community of designers, which could be a great way to network and, and get to know people. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening and thanks for the chat, Pam. Yeah, catch you next time. Bye. Bye.